Now it's time for the big hard fact. From now until six, I'm looking at one big issue in Nigeria today. Which government agencies do you think should be scrapped or merged? Yes, we're going there. Last week, the president approved the implementation of the Orosanya report. That's the report of the Presidential Committee on Restructuring and Rationalization of Federal Government Parastatals, Commissions and Agencies. That committee was chaired by Stephen Orosanya and it presented its report to the administration of President Gulag Jonathan. Which brings us to today's big hard fact. According to the National Institute for Legislative and Democratic Studies, uh, they show that the federal government has 719 ministries, departments and agencies or MDAs. 111 of them were created between 1999 and 2018. And the Russian report recommends scrapping or merging some of these MDAs to reduce the cost of governance. So for the next hour, let's talk about what the report recommends, how easy or difficult it would be to implement and generally how gov- uh, governance can be made more cost effective and here to talk to us is somebody who knows a lot about public sector reform because he was once in charge of all of it he is a former head of the bureau for public sector reform dr joe abba welcome to hard facts sir Thank you, Sandra. Good afternoon, everyone. Now, while Dr. Abba is talking to us, I also want to hear from you, Lagos. So, please, are there government agencies that you think should be merged together because they are doing the same job? Are there agencies that you think don't need to exist? These are questions that I'll be asking you, Lagos. So, get ready to answer these questions and so much more for me right here on Hard Facts. Dr. Abba, you were in charge of BPSR. Let's start there. What does BPSR do, first of all, and what does sector, uh, public sector reform entail? Uh, BPSR is the Bureau for Public Service Reforms. Mm. It, was, uh, it was set up in uh, 2004, essentially to facilitate the reform of public services, like, like the name says. It's designed to be an internal think tank of government. It's, it's uh, designed to be a research-based organization. It's, it's designed to be a monitoring and evaluation organization. And it's designed to be able to explain government policy. Because what, what you, if you take the communication functions that government has, for instance, there's the, there's the Minister for Information who... Um, who essentially is in charge of the ministry, the the NTA, the FRCN. There's a particular kind of promoting government agenda that that, that ministry is in charge of. Hmm. Then if you look at the special assistants to the president or the special advisors to the president in the villa, the Femi Addition or Garbashi or people like that. Mm-hmm. That is essentially to protect the president from attack and hmm. to and to uh, to put forward the president's own view, mm-hmm. but if if, uh, the, if the government wants to put in place a new policy, say conditional cash transfers, mm. there's really nobody that explains it to people in a way that they should understand it, mm. and that's one of the jobs of BPSR is actually to explain government policy in non-technical terms so that citizens can uh, can understand it, mm. and so so part of what it Part of what the organization does is also to look for 
new and better way of doing things. So the the integrated payroll and personal information system that I was on your show uh, about mm-hmm. sometime last mm-hmm. was actually designed and put in place by BPSR before it was handed over to the office of the accountant general for further implementation. So it was piloted by BPSR and then given to uh, OAGF for implementation. So those are the kinds of things that uh, uh, the Bureau does. And the kinds of reforms that it does is, like I said, reforms on IPs or if the federal government merges two ministries, for mm-hmm. instance, mm-hmm. will simply just announce a merger. They don't actually know the technicalities involved. The fact that you suddenly have three depart- three uh, directors of finance and accounts. Mm. Okay. How works and housing. You suddenly have three uh, directors of uh, research. You suddenly have three of everything. How do you mold that into one coherent ministry with the same mission and vision? That's the kind of work that BPSR does. Hmm. Now, before we get into the Orosinger report, I need to ask you, what are the major challenges when it comes to public sector reform in Nigeria, Dr. Abba? Um, the, the, the challenges are mostly political, Sandra, to be perfectly honest with you. The, the technical things that need to be done can actually be done. And, they are, you know, they are fairly straightforward. If you want to merge a ministry or you want to merge two agencies, uh, BPSR, under my leadership, actually produced a guide for how exactly to do that. Hmm. The, question is, the question is, is there the political will to, to go through with it? Hmm. So I think... Most of the issues to do with public service reforms are political in nature. Public service reform is intensely political. It's about power. It's about position. It's about interests. Um, so, so yes, I'll say that the one main thing is the is the politics. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the Orosian report itself. The previous administration commissioned it because they wanted to reduce the size of government and the cost of governance. Let me remind you, Lagos, by the way, that we're streaming this conversation on Facebook. So please get online and watch. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Dr. Abba, what were the major reasons for them wanting to do this at that time? Um... Uh, that's a very good question, Sandra. And, and let me say that the, the, the purpose wasn't only, the purpose of the Orosan report wasn't only about uh, reducing the cost of governance or merging or abolition. The, the, the committee, the Orosan committee, had uh, a terms of reference with four main uh, requirements. The first is to look at the mandates of the various agencies mm. to see which ones were still relevant and which ones were were, were no longer relevant. Mm. It was also supposed to look at duplications in functions and how those duplications could be addressed. Mm. Thirdly, it was supposed to look at which agencies governments should stop funding. So which agencies are actually making enough money that we should not be providing for them in the budgets. Hmm. And and the fourth was governments, believe it or not, didn't actually know how many agencies they had. And so one of the tasks for the Orosai community Mm -hmm. was to produce a list of all the federal government agencies that existed at the time. And as at the time this was done, the committee enumerated 541 
federal government agencies. So those were the two things that the Orosoin report and the Orosoin committee mm -hmm. was asked was asked to do at the time. When I read the Orosanya report, both at that time when it was published and last week after the president's announcement, what struck me were all the different agencies which, according to the report, were overlapping in their purpose. Dr. Abba, how does that happen? How do two or more agencies get created to do the same job? There must be, there must be practical reasons why it happens, right? Again, that's a very intelligent question, uh, Sandra, and it goes to the way that we we, we, we practice governance in Nigeria. Hmm. Quite often, when we have an agency that is not living up to expectations, instead of taking the hard decisions we need to take to reform and reposition that agency, we simply create a new one. And, and, and that new one that we create has very, very similar functions. Hmm. We, we put somebody we like into that new one, give it more money than we would have given the old one, hmm. and expect, expect it to perform better. So you suddenly have two or more organizations hmm. doing exactly the same thing hmm. or, 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 or things that are very similar to each other. Hmm. But in other cases, um, in some other cases, there might be a genuine reason Okay. To, to, to. So if you take if you take the example of ICPC and EFCC, mm -hmm. so ICPC Act was actually the very first act that President Obasanjo brought to the National Assembly. It was actually an act that he wrote himself, okay. you know, with his own hand. Okay. And the focus on it, the focus of it was on bribery mm. and and corruption within the public service. Mm. Now. So that, that was put in place in the year 2000. So ICPC came into existence in the year 2000. Now, the year 2001, uh, September 11 happened. Mm -hmm. September 11 happened. People realized that there was actually a link between illicit financial flows and terrorism. Mm. So a lot of terrorist organizations like Al-Qaeda and, and many others were actually doing drugs and moving money to be able to fund their activities. So the international community came together and said, look, we need to look at illicit financial flows and we, 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 we need to dedicate people who are experienced in tracking illicit financial flows uh, and, and, and focus on it. So that's how come EFCC uh, came came on stream and part of the responsibilities of EFCC, mm -hmm. apart from fighting corruption, apart from you know uh, the investigating uh, wrongdoing and inflation of contracts and all that, mm -hmm. is actually to terrorist financing. Many people don't know that. Mm -hmm. So EFCC has a mandate to track finan uh, terrorist financing mm -hmm. across the. So, so sometimes you get that where you get an agency that is doing something slightly more specialized hmm. than what is was doing in the past. I see. So, so that's how but a lot of the time mm -hmm. it's just an unwillingness to take the hard decisions to reform that leads us to create new agencies. You know, the report makes an interesting point about this. It says, if an agency is doing its job badly, the answer should be to reform it 
and strengthen it, not create a new agency to do the same thing. Do you agree with that point? And and, and how often does this thing happen in Nigeria or do these things happen in Nigeria? Uh, um, you mentioned the EFCC uh, uh, and, you know, that's a, a pretty good example. I agree with the point totally, um, with the caveat that I just gave you, that sometimes you need something a bit more specialized. Mm-hmm. So, so if you take like the, the Ministry of Health, the Ministry of Health does what it does, mm. and it does it well, but then, you know, you start to see a proliferation of uh, fake pharmaceuticals, and then you need to create a NAVDAC. And the NAVDAC you create has certain specialized skills mm-hmm. to, to test you know, some fake and substandard pharmaceuticals. So mm-hmm. with that caveat, yes, you need to reform uh, non-performing agencies uh, before you create new ones. How often does it happen? It happens a lot more than it needs to and a lot more than I would like it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons for that is, like I said, politics. So you get, you get a, a state. You get a state, for instance, that has a federal university. And then he has a state university. And then he has a federal polytechnic. He has a state polytechnic. Mm-hmm. He has a, has a, 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 a state college of education. Mm-hmm. And the senator, the House of Reps person from that state, because they want glory, now brings in a university of agriculture or university of education or university of science or university of something or the other. But you wonder, well, why doesn't the existing university simply create a science department? Why do you need a specialized university of education? But they do that so that they can go back to their people and say, I attracted a federal university to my constituency. Hmm. So, so it is part is back to the politics that I've talked about before. Hmm. Now, um, after commissioning the report, Dr. Abba, the Jonathan administration rejected most of its uh, recommendations. I went through the government's white paper on the report and they only agreed to scrap four of the recommended agencies and only agreed to three of the su- suggested mergers. More than 100 other suggestions were rejected. Why did the past administration reject the report so thoroughly, Dr. Abba? I, I think there were two main reasons. The, the, the first was that the, the, the report, of course, was taken to the Federal Executive Council and debated there, and every minister fought their corner. You know, mm-hmm. every minister fought their corner and said, you know, this... They got this wrong, and we really need this agency or or, or, or that agency. So that's one of the reasons. The second reason is that the the, the Orosoy report itself mm. had some errors. It had a few errors. They were not overwhelming, but there were a few errors. So so as an example, the the, the Veterinary Council of Nigeria, that is the regulatory body for veterinary medicine was classed as a professional association similar to the Nigerian Bar Association. Hmm. That is, it's just an association of lawyers which you which you belong to voluntarily and which you don't have to belong to. Whereas the Veteran, Veterinary Council of Nigeria is actually the regulator that, you know, sets the curriculum, sets exams for people that want to be uh, vets. So, so, so there was some misclassification um, which, which of course, the, the, the government had to say no. This, this was incorrect. Mm. But, 
But I think majority of it was simply ministers defending their, their territories. Hmm. That's why, in my view, a lot of the recommendations were rejected. Were rejected. The white paper on that report makes an interesting point as well. It says, quote, in 1970, the federal government expanded the scope of the operations of the public service from core policy implementation to active participation in all sectors of the economy uh, through the establishment of agencies, parastatals, and commissions, end of quote. What's the difference between policy implementation and active participation in the economy? Are they not two sides of the same coin? No, it's, 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 it's not uh, policy implementation. It's policy development and, and active participation. So policy development is what the civil service does. Hmm. So the civil service uh, is, 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 is the ministries. So civil servants are people that work in ministries. So a civil servant works in the Ministry of Education, Ministry of Health, Ministry of Justice, whichever ministry it is. So those are the civil servants. Hmm. And those are the people that can become permanent secretaries. They are okay. the only people that can become permanent secretaries. Okay. Unless, of course, the, the, the president exercises his powers under the constitution to appoint. So mm. the president can appoint you, Sandra, a permanent secretary. Mm-hmm. He has the power to, mm-hmm. even though you have been in the civil service. Mm-hmm. So the civil service, are, their, their job is to advise ministers and help them create policies. Um, now, the public service is wider. So the public service is all the agencies, all the parastatals, the National Assembly, the doctors, the judges, the policemen, the soldiers, uh, the teachers, they're all public servants. Mm. So, so everybody that draws a salary from the, from the budget is a public servant. Mm. So, but the, the civil service in the ministries doesn't actually implement anything. It is not their job to implement. Okay. Their job is to develop policy and advise the ministers. It is the agencies that have the implementation role. So so what that, what that statement is saying is that before now, the ministries used to implement everything. But since, we, since the 70s, we started to have agencies hmm. whose role it is to actually implement. Okay. That's not Okay. All right. I see. Now, let's come back to the present day. If you just joined us, welcome, by the way. We're having a conversation about the Arasanya report. Which government agencies do you think should be scrapped or merged? I have on the show with me somebody whose job was public sector reform for a long time, Dr. Joe Abba. And you're listening to Hard Facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. President Buhari wants to implement that report, Dr. Abba. That means scrapping or merging different government agencies. Now, these agencies were created by enabling laws, acts of the National Assembly signed by the president. You cannot scrap or merge them without repealing those laws. So doesn't this mean that the executive cannot implement the Orasanya report without buy-in from the National Assembly? Sandra, remember that I said that the, the, the Orosoy report wasn't just about mergers and abolitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 part of its recommendations was that we should have management and staff audits in a number of organizations. Uh, part of its recommendation was that we should seize funding, certain agencies that should have the capacity to generate revenue 
for themselves. You know, if you if you take like uh, Jam, for instance, Jam just uh, announced that it, it was remitting billions of naira to to to, to the federal government. Hmm. Do we still need to be budgeting for Jam if he can generate so much money that he can have its own? It can pay for its own operations and even give us a surplus. So, so yes, the ones for abolition and merger, you do need the concurrence of the National Assembly. Mm. And the, the, the executive can take an executive bill uh, to the National It can take several executive bills, either one executive bill for each agency it wants to merge or scrap, or it can take a composite public service reform bill or, or, or cost reduction or rationalization bill and simply list all of the agencies it wants to, to merge or to abolish, take it to the National Assembly, engage with the National Assembly, make the case, and the National Assembly can, can pass that law and have it ratified by the president. So it is doable. Hmm. And you think the president is going to get the support of the National Assembly on this? It's going to be difficult because the, the National Assembly themselves, like I said, have interests in, 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 in these various organizations. Hmm. So uh, you remember that I said to you that the, 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 one of the first issues about any sort of public service reform is the politics. That's right. Uh, but I think the president, the president can negotiate and I think the president actually has a wonderful opportunity now with the COVID-19 crisis hmm. to, to say to the National Assembly, listen, we simply can no longer afford uh, to, to, to have this number of agencies. Hmm. I, I went in, when I was leading BPSR, I, I did some analysis mm-hmm. of uh, of the agencies that uh, that the Orosan report said government should no longer fund. Mm-hmm. And between 2013 and 2017, if we had implemented the Orosan report and not funded those agencies, mm-hmm. we could have 120 billion naira mm-hmm. just for those alone. Mm-hmm. Now imagine how long funding those agencies and imagine how much we spent budgeting for those agencies between 2017 and 2020. Mm. So so the president can use the opportunity of the COVID crisis and, and simply say to the National Assembly, we simply can no longer afford to uh, to continue funding these, these, these agencies. Mm. We need to and we need to rationalize. Hmm. I have a comment here uh, on WhatsApp. By the way, you can send us WhatsApp messages. We're having some uh, technical issues with our phone lines, so you may not be able to call into the live show. But please feel free uh, to send us a WhatsApp message and leave us messages on Facebook and on Twitter. Twitter is Nigeria Info FM. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. And WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Good evening, Sandra. Let's government scrap road safety corps. Uh, the operation is full of extortion of the masses. Also, House of Reps are doing the same work with Upper House. <laughs> Dr. Abba, what do you say to that? <laughs> well, well the, 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 if, you, if you look at the Federal Road Safety Commission, it, it, it's part of the problem that we had originally identified, Sandra, where there's a challenge, and instead of instead of addressing that challenge, we create new organizations. Hmm. So it, it starts with the police. All of these organizations were spin-offs from the police. Hmm. Well, the, the Federal Road Safety Commission, the Civil Defense, um, even EFCC itself, hmm. where these are all spin-offs from 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 the police, hmm. and it 
the refusal to address the issues and the failings of the police mm-hmm. that led to, to, to organizations like the Federal Road Safety Commission. Mm-hmm. So countries have transport police, but it's part of the police force. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so yes, you can make that you can make that uh, argument mm-hmm. that, uh, that 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 in all of these agencies to revert to to the police. But then uh, the, 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 the other side of the coin is that you could actually argue that all of these agencies perform better than the police. Hmm. So if you refer them to the police, are you are you um, really destroying uh, the, the good work that they, they currently do? Uh, with regards to the uh, camera uh, 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 Parliament that we have, mm-hmm. they said on the, the, the House of Reps. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, uh, it's it's possible to have a, a unicameral uh, legislature. Mm-hmm. My support it. Okay. I think we only one one uh, legislative house. Mm-hmm. I think legislative house should actually be part time. I think people should have should keep their own full time jobs and simply come and debate bills and laws and take a sitting allowance. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think being a legislator should actually be a full-time job for which people are being paid 15 million every month as running costs. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to need to take a quick break. You're listening to Hard Facts. I want to hear from you as well, Lagos. Our numbers are 0700-993-993-993. We're trying to get those phone lines back up so that we can hear from you. I'm sure you have questions that you'd like to ask uh, Dr. Abba on the show today. We have more questions that we're going to get through before the show is done. Tweet at us at Nigeria Info Firm. Send us WhatsApp messages. OHO. 959-75805 Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3 and of course Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM I am Sandra Ezekwesili Lagos, we're right here on the big hard fact Which government agencies do you think should be scrapped or merged? That's the question I am asking on the show today. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. We have Dr. Joaba on the show with us. He is a former head of the Bureau for Public Sector Reform. And we have had quite the conversation today. Lagos, you're calling to share your thoughts. Let me hear from you. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. What do you think about the points that insights that Dr. Abba has shared on the show today. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, how are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? I'm Haruna Umakar, calling from Texas. Uh, Haruna, welcome. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Yeah, one of the... See, there are many agencies that need to be scrapped. Okay. And made. Not, not really scrapped. To be made with the mainstream. Okay. What of those subsidiaries? Like NNPC now has almost 11 subsidiaries. Okay. What are those subsidiaries doing? What is the difference between their, their main functions and that of the main body of NNPC? We have SNEPCO, no, sorry, we have uh, uh, PPMC, we have so many of them. Hmm. And let's come back to Nigerian Port Authority. They have three subsidiaries. Hmm. What are they doing from the main uh, Nigerian Port Authority? Hmm. Let's go to uh, Nigerian Sparks Council, the same thing, they have subsidiaries. Hmm. So, me, first, they should first of all merge all the subsidiaries first. Before they start looking at the functions of Nigerian Port Authority 
for calling me. Dr. Abba, you heard the, the points that uh, Haruna raised and he's talking about merging these universities. Dr. Abba, did you hear? I didn't hear any of it at all. Sorry. Oh, that's uh, quite unfortunate. Okay, so we're going to try to rectify that. If uh, Engineer Tony is hearing, uh, hearing me, he'll have to call back. So, uh, Haruna was uh, saying that um, uh, a thing like NMPC, for instance, that has all of these uh, uh, subsidiaries, uh, PPR and all of that, we need to find a way to merge it so that NMPC is one big organization. I have a gentleman in the studio who's, who's blocking my camera. Hello. You're blocking the live camera. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so so we, we have that. We have Haruna saying um, with uh, a, a, an organization like the NMPC, merge all of them, all the subsidiaries of, of NMPC, let it be one organization. And then he talked about um, universities, just like you mentioned, uh, Dr. Abba. He said, we have uh, Federal Polytechnic, we have this, we have that. And all of these universities are not really uh, up there with their counterparts all over the world. So why not merge all the resources together and produce a university that can actually compete globally? What do you say to that? It's a, it's a position that I align myself with completely. Indeed, my, my senior friend and mentor, Professor Ladipo Adamuleko, has, has consistently proposed that, that we should aim to have six world-class universities, one in each geopolitical zone. We should fund them differently. We should, um, you know, we should, uh, we should equip them differently. Hmm. And they be able to charge more fees than the than the regular universities uh, charge. 
So, so that's that's a position that I'm I, I'm, I'm very supportive of. Hmm. Okay. Well, we've got uh, comments on Facebook and comments on Twitter as well as WhatsApp on Facebook. Uh, Abari Olarinwaju says emphasis on terrorist finances, but they are misguided now. Because they go on the rampage on Yahoo Boys. He's talking about EFCC, I guess. EFCC and ICPC should be merged, he thinks, since they both perform the same functions. Uh, he thinks that they currently have misplaced priorities. Do you agree, uh, Dr. Abba? No, I don't agree at all. Mm. Uh, and I don't agree because I've actually studied both EFCC and ICPC mm. uh, in depth. And, and uh, the, the issue of advanced fee fraud... Is, is actually squarely in the EFCC Act as being one of the things that it should do. Hmm. And the EFCC actually, the, the Act actually gives EFCC omnibus powers hmm. to uh, prosecute any act, anything to do with financial crime, hmm. whether it's uh, whether it's money laundering or, or bank failure or terrorist financing. It has very, very wide powers hmm. to, to now, the Orosway report um, recommended the merger of EFCC, ICPC, and the Code of Conduct Bureau. Hmm. Um, I, I think such an organization will be too wieldy, and I think you still need to have large departments doing virtually the same sorts of things, because the, the ICPC tends to focus on bureaucratic corruption. Hmm. It focuses on bureaucratic corruption, so people... Uh, people collecting 1,000 naira, or they will hide your files. Mm. Uh, kinds of things. It mm. focuses on things like uh, the misuse of constituency projects. Mm. If this is on, uh, on, on on each basic bribery type 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 things. Mm. EFC focuses more on uh, corruption by politically exposed persons. Okay. You know, governors, ministers, and people like that. Mm. People. Involved in terrorist financing and moving money right across the world. That's why EFC is part of a network of anti-corruption bodies that mm. actually track the movement of money. So even if you were to merge, them, and of course the Code of Conduct Bureau mm. is dealing with uh, you know issues of asset declaration, mm -hmm. conduct of public officers, and all of that. So mm -hmm. even if you were to merge all of them into one mega organization, mm. you still have large departments dealing with all of these things. Mm. So so. My view, my personal view on the anti-corruption agencies mm -hmm. is that we actually need more, uh, not less. Ah, okay. Okay, yeah. Let, let's take more calls from Lagos now. Hello. 99.3. Yeah, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Um, Dr. Joe, can you hear them? No. Oh, okay. So, All right, I'm going to relate to, to Dr. Joe what you said. Go ahead. Uh, it's Mike from Aja. Mike from Aja, go ahead. Yeah, I prefer um, NCDC with NAVDAC. I think they can be merged because almost what they do is almost the same thing. NCDC and NAVDAC to be merged? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, well. There, there, is one, there, there is one again, uh, Consumer Protective Agency. I don't even know what that one do again. Okay. I think even that one can join the queue. I see. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling me. This guy says uh, that he thinks that NCDC and NAVDAC and the Consumer Protection Agency should be merged into one. Do you think that'll be wieldy, sir? I, I think uh, they, they all have 
totally different functions. So, so I don't think that would be, uh, I don't think merging them would be sensible. Okay. The RDC is essentially tasked with uh, 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 disease control, okay. you know, disease prevention and control. And that's why it's dealing with issues such as COVID-19. Hmm. The, the NAVDAC focuses on three, three main areas. Hmm. Uh, 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 food, drug, f- food and uh, food and water, mm. uh, drugs and pharmaceuticals, and deregulation of cosmetics. Mm. It's totally different from uh, uh, epidemiology or, or you know fighting fighting diseases. Mm. And the, the, the uh, CPC is essentially for consumer protection. If mm-hmm. if it charges you too much to report it to CPC. Mm-hmm. If, DSTV is, uh, if DSTV wants to raise its price mm-hmm. too high, you complain to, to, to CPC. CPC. So, mm-hmm. totally different functions. Mm-hmm. An important point, Sandra, we shouldn't merge for the sake of merging. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a principal reason mm-hmm. why you want to merge an organization mm-hmm. or two organizations. And, and I agree with the, 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 the gentleman that talked about uh, some of the NNPC subsidiaries. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the Petroleum Products Pricing and Regulatory Agency, PPPRA, mm-hmm. and Petroleum Equalization Fund. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the process of equalizing petroleum prices and and uh, regulating petroleum pricing is essentially the same. Okay. So, so no reason why you should have two separate agencies. So that one makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But you need to be careful of, of not just proposing mergers for the sake of doing of, so. Of mergers. Which brings me back to a, a point that um, I wanted to make earlier on before we started to take calls. Is there a way for the president to limit the activities or the funding of agencies if the National Assembly doesn't repeal the enabling laws? What I mean is... Is there a way to keep an agency on the books but make it vestigial? Um, it is possible. Hmm. It may not be legal. Okay. And this part may not be legal is because the Appropriation Act, the hmm. budget, is an act of the National Assembly. Okay. So if the National Assembly has made a law that says, give this agency 20 naira, uh, and you refuse to give that agency 20 naira, you've actually disobeyed the law. Hmm. Uh, but the president can do it in consultation with the National Assembly through a supplementary budget that removes the funding for that agency. Hmm. Now, the Association of Senior Civil Servants is warning that um, the Orosanya report will cause economic upheaval because many civil servants will lose their jobs. But the federal executive is saying that jobs will not be lost. Now, with whom do you agree with more, Dr. Abba? Well, I I listened to the president's uh, uh, speech a few days ago. He didn't actually say that jobs will not be lost. He said no jobs will be lost without due process and social dialogue. Um... So, 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 but I think. What does that mean you, in 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 layman terms? What does that mean? Because it looks like a lot of politic talk. <laughs> it, it means you can't just wake up and fire anybody. Hmm. Uh, a bit like the way sometimes uh, aspects of the private sector does. does, where you get to work and somebody will tell you, "Don't bother to come tomorrow." Hmm. You know, your 
your job is finished. So it's, it means it, that will not happen. There will be a process um, and and uh, and there will be some dialogue. Mm. But, but I think the important thing is, is this. Uh, the, the public service is lopsided in some areas. Mm-hmm. So in some areas, you have too many of a certain kind of people. In other areas, it has too few of a certain kind of people. So there aren't enough high-level IT skills, for instance. There aren't enough uh, strategic communication skills in the public service. There isn't enough monitoring and evaluation skills. There isn't enough data processing and analysis uh, skills. So, so, so rather than just abolish an agency and say goodbye, mm. you cannot take people with such skills and put them in places where those skills are, are lacking. Hmm. The second thing do is look for savings in, in other places. Like I said, I gave an example of agencies that if you were not funding them, you could actually have uh, a, a lot of savings. And hmm. use to incentivize some people to go early. So say, say like people that have two to three years to retire, hmm. you can give them an incentive to, to, to leave now. Hmm. Uh, and pay them off with with with, with that uh, with that money. So you can incentivize, you can redeploy people mm-hmm. around the around. This, but you know, it, it would be dishonest to say that there will be no job losses whatsoever. Mm. I think you come to a point where some people are just uh, they have skills that are no longer relevant for today's Nigeria for today's public service. Mm. And you need to let them go. And you need to pay them the, the appropriate uh, severance packages mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, give them some training to be able to survive outside government, some mm. entrepreneurship, so that they can take whatever severance pay you've given them mm. and start in a new life and a new career. Okay. Now, Lagos, I want to talk to at least four people and I want us to keep it very short. So, four people, I'm, I'm going to give you one minute, 30 seconds. One minute, 30 seconds. So, start rehearsing what you're going to say and try and keep it as short as one minute, 30 seconds. I'll be counting. Once the 30 seconds is up, I'm going to cut you off. 0700-993-993-993. I'm still asking the big question on the show today. What government agencies do you think should be merged together because they are doing the same job? Are there agencies that you think don't need to exist? And of course, you can lend your voice to the insights that Dr. Joaba has been sharing on the show. Hello. Hello, one How are you, Chris? Fine. Welcome to the show. You've got one minute, 30 seconds. Okay. I just want to ask uh, your guest. Is it possible, in my own take, I would have suggested, let them merge uh, road safety and GIO, Graphic Inspection Officer, because uh, to me, they seem to be doing the same job. Road safety and VIO, can we merge it? Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask him that. Thank you so much, Chris. Hello? Hello, Sandra. How are you, sir? What's your name? I'm very okay. My name is Prince Y.S. Calling from Amuwodo. Prince Y.S., welcome. Yes. Mm. That the National Assembly should be one. The rep of two sisters should reduce. Okay. The senators should be one representative. Mm. And the representative should cut them down, down to like 200. And the minister should be warm for one, for one ministry. We don't need to have two ministers in one ministry. 
just my own suggestion. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Hello. Hello. How are you, sir? Good evening. Good evening. What's your name? My name is John from Tulu. Welcome to the show. What if we imagine uh, and son and uh, Nabdab together? Wouldn't that be better? Okay, I'm going to find out from Dr. Abba if he thinks that'll be better, okay? Yes, I think they, they, they perform almost the same function. Mm. S-O-N, standard operation, and uh, NAFDAQ. Mm. That would be a better match, yes. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for calling to, to share, share that with us. Hello. Hello. How are you, sir? What's your name? My name is Olubodun from Inkotun. Welcome, go ahead. Please, I, I don't... I don't know whether the, the senators, maybe one should represent a state. Okay. Instead of all of them to, uh, three, three senators to represent a state, let one represent. But I already, but I already see a problem with that. Uh, what, where are you from, sir? Ikotun. Where, um, where is, what senatorial district is that under? That's the South Lagos West. So how do we choose who represents the entire Lagos as a senator? Won't people from Lagos West feel marginalized? The people from Lagos East, for instance, are always the ones producing no, it, a senator. Look, the way they choose governor, governor represents the state. Hmm. And each, there's a way they can move it. Hmm. You can move from West to North and the, the Central. Hmm. Okay. Oh. So so rotate it the way we rotate for governors, huh? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Thanks for calling me. Uh, Dr. Abba, we've heard a lot of interesting suggestions. So someone thinks that we should merge uh, SON and NAFDAQ, that they're very similar in scope. Um, you're nodding, so you seem to agree. Do you agree? Do you agree, Dr. Abba? I agree partially. Okay, we'll come back to that. Somebody else says that we should merge the National Assembly. We don't need to have a, a House of Reps and a Senate. They need to be one. And we also do not need to have two ministers per ministry. So there's no need for minister for state and then the main minister himself. And then uh, somebody else said that we need to merge... Um, Road safety and VIO. Somebody else uh, called to say that. What do you say? Um, I, I think uh, merging road safety and VIO is uh, theoretically possible. Okay. okay. Uh, and I say theoretically because road safety is a federal body and VIO is a state hmm. body. Hmm. So each state has its own VIO. Hmm. So uh, unless you want to give F F FRSC responsibility for vehicle inspection in all 36 states, hmm. that will make it a bigger organization. Hmm. Uh, SON and, and NAVDAQ, uh, it's possible to, to, to merge them because, um, like I said, NAVDAQ deals with food, drugs, and cosmetics. SON deals with everything else. Hmm. Or it's supposed to deal with everything else. And by everything else, I mean is the responsibility of uh, SON to make sure that the electricity cables you're using to to wire your house hmm. is of requisite standard. It's the job of SON to make sure that uh, the brake pads that you buy in your car mm -hmm. are not substantial. It's the job of SON to make sure that the iron rods you use in your building uh, is not substandard. Hmm. So yes, you can have a, you can have a standards organization 
that includes includes uh, food and drugs. Hmm. It's possible to do that. Hmm. Yeah. And then the person that talked about um, the National Assembly merging and no two ministers per, per ministry. Yeah, I think I've said that I'd, I'd be in favor of uh, a single a single legislature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll be supportive of that. And yes, I don't think we need two two ministers per, per ministry. Hmm. The the constitution says we must have uh, at least one minister from each state. That mm-hmm. gives us thirty six uh, ministers. Uh, I don't I don't agree with that part of the constitution actually because I think if the I think we should amend it and give the president a free hand. Um, if, he, if he only needs 12 ministers, that's that's what he should have. Mm. If he only needs 15, that's what he should have. Mm. I don't think the institution should have said he must have at least 36. Mm. So the president has, has, uh, 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 has to have 36, mm. one from it, whether he needs it or not. And then as a result of politics, he also has one from a geopolitical zone, mm-hmm. which makes it two. Now, if you only have 24 ministries, you have to put them somewhere. Mm. That's how come we have this minister of state uh, 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 situation. But mm. I agree, we don't really need it. Okay. In a lot of cases, it just it just causes tension anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, as for territory. Mm. So in many in many cases where there's minister. Our ministers of state, there's always a fight going on on the ground. <laughs> so the Arasanya report um, was from the past administration, Dr. Abba. And since then, more agencies have been created. So is a new audit uh, uh, or report needed to look at the utility of these new agencies? I, I think it will be needed at some point, but I, I one of the big lessons you learn in doing public service reforms mm. is the need to uh, not bite off more than you can chew. Mm. So let's all implement the ones we've agreed first. You know, <laughs> okay. a report looking at all the others. But the, the, what, what people like me find frustrating mm-hmm. is that uh, the Orosai report was there. It covered 541 agencies and made a number of recommendations. Mm-hmm. They got uh, put in place a white paper in 2014 mm. which agreed on some things and even those things that the government agreed on haven't yet been implemented. Mm. That's what I find frustrating. So let's even do those ones first before we worry about the, the, the newer agencies. We still have uh, we still have organizations like the, the Center for uh, Black and African Arts and Civilization which is based in Lagos which was set up in 1979, and their only role in this world is to keep reminding us of First Act 77. <laughs> it was the records from First Act 77. Mm. And that is, has five departments. Mm. It, it has a research department, it has a documentation department, finance and admin, information management, corporate affairs. I've been paying for this since 1979, mm. when that agent was set up. First Act 77 finished in 1977. We still have an agency whose only purpose is to keep the relics of First Act 77. Why do we need to be spending our taxpayers' money on organizations like that? So let's deal with those ones first mm-hmm. before 
not to worry about the new the ones. new ones if you were advising the president dr Oban, that's the last question as we wrap up the show i don't know where the time goes which aspects of the report would you want uh, implemented and which aspects would you reject and also what would you add to the report well, I, I, I'm a pragmatist. So, so the first thing I'll focus on is those ones that I should not be giving money to in my budgets. Hmm. So if you, if you take uh, FRCN, you know, Nigeria Info manages to survive. So why should my tax money be going to FRCN? Why should my tax money be going to NTA? Hmm. You know, why should I keep funding them? Hmm. So, so the first thing I'll do is focus on those ones that I should not be funding. At least that will reduce... The amount of money that I'm, I'm, I'm spending uh, from my taxes and free that up to focus on health and education and, 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 and roads and, and other things that we need. The second thing is to is the the management and staff audits that we're supposed to do because it, the, the, the federal public service has about 1.3 million people on the payroll, but then there are agencies that have upwards of 200 so-called interns that are paid 100,000 Naira a month. And they're not on the books. You know, they're just paid, they're just paid, you know, if you like, over the counter. They're mm. not on the book. So, so these are the kinds of things that I want to plug. Before I even start getting into the more difficult ones of, oh, we need to go to the National Assembly to abolish some, and we need to go to the National Assembly to merge some. There are concrete, immediate steps that you can take today without needing to go to the National Assembly that can actually make a very big impact on the on the cost of governance. Okay. Dr. Joaba, it's been quite a pleasure talking to you on the show today. I hope we can have you back again. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thanks, Sandra. Okay, Lagos. That was a great conversation, if I do say so myself. You can actually catch up if you missed huge chunks of it online. Facebook, Nigeria Info FM. I am on social media as Sandra Ezekwasili. Please join me. Let's talk about all the numerous things uh, that concerns you as a people. I am back tomorrow on your radio at 3. Glass ceiling returns and we'll have a special report for you.